0: Will feature industry professionals and other construction industry representatives to help our listeners stay up to date with current and future trends in construction. So here we go. Welcome back to iPodcast AGCMO. In the effort to help our members and really the general public understand better all the things that AGC of Missouri does, we've embarked on a series of interviews with our professional staff. So today, we are going to spend a few minutes with Steve Loes. and Steve is the head of our building division and also is our vice president for membership. So Steve, welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Len. Happy to be here. Let's talk a little bit first about the building division and what the building division does. Who comprises the building division? What sort of things do they do? what do you do for them? So let's just start there. Okay. Well, like you said, I uh, oversee
1: the building division and what the building division does is look at issues and challenges and pain points related to anything on the vertical front of construction. Uh, We have the three buckets, the highway transportation bucket, the utility and infrastructure bucket, and then the vertical building bucket as our membership base. So really this is for one caveat of that focus point. So
0: these are the people who are hospitals, schools, firehouses, um, government entities, retail, restaurants, you name it. You bet. Okay. All right. So what sort of issues have they been dealing with here?
1: Well, the group meets quarterly, and um, they, they report to our board of directors um, with information to help them out as well, because they are that mix of, of the buckets that we mentioned earlier. So really, they look at organized labor issues, legislative issues, and make sure that everything is in tune, look at safety and training, diversity and equity and inclusion uh, issues in, in different areas. A lot of building projects have goals, especially in St. Louis City, St. Louis County, and then also workforce issues, as we all know, that's prevalent uh, for everybody these days. So those are the main main issues that they talk about a lot. And it is a symbiotic relationship. A lot of, of what they talk about does matter to the highway and transportation people and to the utility and infrastructure people because... If you have an area that's congested and people can't get there, the development opportunities are minimized. If you have it the other way around and the the transportation and utility and infrastructure issues are better, then that property is more developable. So that's a really great opportunity for people to understand each other and really work together.
0: And each one of those areas that you mentioned, workforce or safety or diversity and inclusion, each impact each segment of the industry differently. So what the building folks, there, there is some overlap, but certainly there are nuances that are particular to building folks that are different than the highway and transportation, different than utility.
1: You bet. Absolutely. I mean, like we said, organized labor and workforce issues. I mean, you have a lot more carpenters on building projects and things of that nature. Like I said, there's a lot of goals when it comes to diversity, equity, and inclusion on job sites. And so those are different kinds of issues. And and again, just being able to get to people, being able to find people for job sites, the material issues, we've got all kinds of issues with supply chain problems that are very apparent. And it helps that our field superintendents and the project managers and whatever you understand things that are going on, because it really does affect issues. One of our members told me a while back that, you know, they had trouble getting generators for their projects. And Mm -hmm. so... When the delay is four years for a generator to go on a building site, that's, that's huge. I heard recently some of our members talking about delays again in materials. It's getting better, but, um, you know, what happens is, owners don't understand those issues. So if we're able to really talk about it and even sit down sometimes with owners, that's very helpful too. And we do have quarterly meetings with owners scheduled again for 2024. Our goal is to, again, have that dialogue so, so people have that chance and can share information.
0: And you mentioned owners. On the building side of things, on the vertical side, there's a lot more diversity of ownership types when you're dealing with a restaurant developer or a uh, a multifamily person or a hospital chain or a school district when you're dealing with transportation you're dealing with the department of transportation right. or a utility you're dealing with MSD you're dealing with a lot of public entities there and it's really a much more nuanced type of approach that the building folks need to take
1: absolutely i mean they definitely want to control the the opportunity to to communicate with with people and have those contracts and those relationships and that's really crucial but the the reality is is that everybody's always out there looking for bid opportunities and project uh, specialties so if our members have niches that they work in they've got to communicate those niches and but they also have to communicate issues and problems and and stay on top of those things if if things go south or go sour then then it just gives everybody a bad taste and so our members have to understand how to communicate Communicate those issues and and be in the know. And that's one of the things that, that we do, both locally and through AGC of America, is try to give our the information to our members so that they can stay informed and in tune with what's going on around them. Like I said earlier, if you know, if you know you've got a product delay and you can't get it for six months, that's going to affect the timeline of your project. And it might even be something that's going to be six days and that timeline's affected. So you can't have drywallers show up if the electricians aren't done. So people have to, understand how to schedule that you can't turn around and you know Monday morning and the drywalls are standing there and they say oh well we can't have you start and they say well we could have went to another job site had we known you know so so that communication is really important and and like we said earlier you know back to the owners too the owners have to understand that there are going to be delays in projects I mean sometimes the standardized overage on schedule completion isn't enough in the world we live in today so again communication uh, is, is is really important and I can't say enough about it.
0: Well, talking about communicating, let me back up a little bit and ask you to communicate to the folks how in the heck you got involved with AGC. What in the world brought you to AGC and to the point where you are today? How would you end up here?
1: Sure, sure. Well, I, I graduated from SIU Edwardsville in Illinois with a degree in mass communications. And uh, I knew that really TV and radio probably wasn't my gig, (laughs) although I did work at the college radio station in college, but I really just liked helping people and uh, ended up with a job at the uh, uh, Convention and Visitors Bureau in Collinsville, Illinois, spent about two and a half, three years there, and then landed at another job with Optimus International, an an international service organization that's headquartered here in the St. Louis region. And then from there, I ended up at the Home Builders Association of St. Louis and Eastern Missouri and spent about 19 years on. Staff with them uh, managed a team of about five people, and uh, we did all kinds of things from event planning to uh, membership recruitment, retention councils, committees, uh, and you name it. So it's really been in my blood for a long time. I mean, this job uh, I've been here about five and a half years, and uh, you know, it's just a flip over of the coin dealing with the commercial side now versus residential. So, so you
0: were there s- during some of the wild swings in the home building industry. Absolutely,
1: weren't you? yeah. Two thousand eight was a rough year for a lot of people. I mean, we we had companies going out of business we had companies consolidating it was just really a tough time again back to materials and financing and all those kinds of things when when people stop buying
0: they stop pretty fast the
1: the brakes go pretty fast
0: i'm really glad that you decided to make the move to agc and me too you, you talked earlier about the relationships with owners and the relationships with our members and i know that's a big part of what you do on the membership side is when we look at the services that we provide and we poll our members and we ask them what's important of all the things that you mentioned earlier the safety and the regulatory environment and the labor relations networking always comes out number one it's always at the top of the list and You're the guy who is sort of on the tip of that spear. So let's talk about what you're doing membership-wise and what's going on in the networking arena.
1: Sure, absolutely. Membership networking is is huge. It, it continues to be the number one survey issue for members at large. And we've got a lot of supplier members, a lot of service provider members, a lot of specialty contractors that are always looking for opportunities. You know, some of them are newer companies, some of them are small companies, and they need a lot of help. Um, not that they're bad at what they do. You know, everybody that creates their own business, I'm very envious of. I mean, they, they are taking all kinds of risks out there and what they need is is extra help connecting the dots sometimes you know they might be great carpenters electricians or or insurance agents but they still need relationships and Mm -hmm. that's where we come into play we help introduce them to people we've got phenomenal people in our membership that uh will come to events and and make sure that they introduce people to their friends that are there they create this network they set up lunch meetings and happy hours and things of that nature where Outside of the AGC, which is kind of cool because they're creating their own friendship group, and it's phenomenal to watch over the years to see that that blossom. So uh, that's really exciting in itself, and to get people to understand how important it still is to meet in person these days. You can't just send an email. You can't just send a card in the in the mail. That's all great, but this is this takes a, a multi. Pronged effort to get through to people, and then you also have the issue of if you're selling drywall and they've got a different supplier, well, you don't know why they've been using that other supplier, and so you've got to get to the bottom of the, the, the why. It might be a relative, it might be a family member, it might be a relationship that's been established for 25 or 30 years, and you have to understand the why. So. Getting out and meeting people helps that happen, and they can't just take it for granted.
0: Sending an email or quote-unquote social media doesn't necessarily get it done. I think a trade association is to help people associate, and I think you have a thousand stories of people who are members, who made a connection, who picked up business, who them do a better job at their job.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it's almost weekly that you hear a new story from someone that connected the dots with another member or someone finally was able to get a piece of business from someone else. It is a long haul opportunity. It's not uh, join today and and you're going to get business tomorrow, unless tomorrow might be three months or six months or two years from now. The opportunities are out there. It's just, it's not a short game on a regular basis.
0: So when you're out trying to enter, Somebody in becoming invested in AGC of Missouri. What's the elevator speech? What's the entree here?
1: Well, then I'd say the biggest thing for them is again to to pay attention and to show up. I'd say those two things are super important. Again, the networking, the face-to-face opportunities to meet people are really important. And so I'd say that's the biggest thing I can tell people. Show up, come to events, pay your dues sponsor things if you can, but be visible. Those in the room are the ones that are going to catch the fish or, or, or the ones that go out to the pond are the ones that are going to catch the fish. And a mentor of mine many years ago even said, you know, association memberships like, you know, a hunting license on a private game preserve. Anybody can go buy the license, but you still have to get out of bed and go hunt. And I know you love the analogy on on the phones, but everybody's got all these apps on their phones. You don't get rid of them, but you might want them and, and need them every now and then. So uh, it's it's being able to utilize the tools when they're there. And and if you're not a member, you don't know about the tools tools. If you're not a member, you don't have access to some of the tools. So those are the biggest tips I can ever offer anybody.
0: So what are those tools going ahead for 2024? What sort of outlook do you have for the next year ahead? I know Your membership committee is very active and does a lot, a lot of planning. So where are you headed?
1: Absolutely. The committee has uh, helped us actually re-engage a specific day of the month event opportunity in the St. Louis region. Uh, About 50 to 60% of our membership is in the St. Louis region, including Illinois metro area. And so we've got a lot of people out there that do business development, and they're looking for... At least one day of the month where they can pencil in agc on their calendar so we're trying real hard to do that we're going to look at the second tuesdays of the month and actually have some kind of program over lunch in most cases a couple of our big major events are being brought to that second tuesday time slot and those are the cocktails and connections of reception in april and also the uh, builder picnic in june those are getting moved to that second Tuesday slot. And it doesn't mean those are the only events we're going to do, but those are some events where they know exactly that if they've got other conflicts, they, they can pencil this date in on their calendar and try and work uh, around that. So that's really important. The committee's been working on that. They've also been helping us kind of identify some other opportunities. And they've been great about creating our new retention team and actually making connections with other members and invite them to events to make sure they aren't aren't forgetting something, that they did open that email and see that there's an event coming up next Thursday uh, and things like that. So really, this group has been phenomenal. They take it to heart on their responsibilities as volunteers, and so I'm really excited to, to see where we're going with 2024.
0: And that's a real member-to-member connection effort there.
1: Absolutely, yeah. A lot of the people come to our offices in St. Louis to meet, but we have some virtual people as well. Uh, we're trying to expand that net to get more people involved in the dialogue on a monthly basis when this group meets. We do three uh, events a year called the Membership Insight Breakfast. We make those virtual options as well so that we can communicate all of these nuggets uh, that we've been talking about today in a concise time frame so that they understand not only the benefits and services, but their responsibilities as, as a dues-paying member, and that they, or their whole team can connect as well, too, because not everybody has every, every minute of every day available to just study our offering. So we want to make sure that they know that their accounting team and that their business development team and their field team all can connect the dots and, and participate.
0: And I would be remiss if I didn't mention that you mentioned the uh, Tuesday events in St. Louis at the same time. Since we are statewide, our convention this year is going to be in Kansas City area. We have our Contractor Speak Up Days in Jefferson City. We have our Legislative Day in Jefferson City. We have golf events in Columbia and St. Louis. We have Sporting Clays events in Springfield and bag toss tournaments and it's almost impossible to keep up to look at our calendar and look for all the opportunities there are. It's not just the lunches and right. the dinners. It is all the other types of activities, the Build My Futures, there are volunteer opportunities, there are all sorts of ways to get connected throughout the year, whether you're in St. Louis or whether you're throughout the state.
1: That's correct. Yeah, great great point, Len. I mean, we've got opportunities for everyone everywhere. We're not taking our foot off the pedal on that one I mean we we've got great opportunities we're looking for more if people have a need and an itch that we can help scratch then that's our goal we did last year a a a luncheon in southeast Missouri on just kind of industry issues uh, pain points and we filled the room which was awesome and so uh, we're looking to do those kinds of things again as well
0: Steve in closing what else would you like to make sure that you get across
1: well that's a great question, Lynn, because there's just so much to tell people. I always mention to them, call us, email us, reach out to us, talk to us at events. Don't be afraid to ask the questions. We may not know the answer, but we're going to probably go find out pretty quick. Or we may know the answer and we just need to refer you to somebody. So don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to think that the answer is no when the answer might be yes.
0: And with over 500 member companies, somebody else out there in our membership has some nugget that they can help you with
1: absolutely i mean people are always helping each other i always mention to people let people know kind of what's going on talk to talk to people about the industry when they meet at an event it's not about hey how can i sell to you today it's about establishing the relationship so you know talk to people about what you're experiencing ask for advice those are important as
0: well steve thank you so much thanks for all your hard work and let's hope we knock it out of the park in 2024 looking
1: forward to a great 24
0: Thanks again for listening. It's easy to subscribe to iPodcast AGCMO on almost any podcast platform that you use. We hope you do subscribe and continue to listen as we move forward with this important project for the construction industry. To access our prior podcasts, visit www.agcmo.org, not only for podcasts, but for additional information about AGC of Missouri.